0: Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey everyone,
1: I'm Nicole and you're Liz.
0: Listen- <laughs> <laughs> you screwed it up. You're supposed you're supposed to let me introduce myself too. Okay. So I'm Ben. I'm and Nicole. <laughs> and this is wicked and grim. A true time. Podcast. <laughs>
1: Like crying okay well i just like almost was like what are we doing
0: you are crying there's actual tears coming out of your face
1: oh i needed that i needed a laugh <laughs> oh my gosh okay welcome
0: welcome to wicked and grim I'm guys i'm getting a
1: drink grab your drinks
0: <laughs> yeah our podcast this is our podcast we we're kind of a shit show but we love oh, it that way well, i
1: normally don't drink while i'm presenting but like I'm fucking doing it today because I need this.
0: It's been a a week and a time.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so if I need to like pause for a minute to take a drink, I think we're going to just be okay with that. That's totally cool. Yeah, we're going to just do it.
0: Yeah, because we've been, well, trying to sell our house. And I mean by trying, we've had accepted offers. But there's, long story short, there's just a lot of stupid things going on with it. And we'll leave it at that. <laughs> we'll so it's been it stressful.
1: It's been a very stressful week.
0: Yes. But it's almost over. <laughs> for sure.
1: And uh, the lot for the tiny home is almost ready.
0: Yes. So it's hopefully getting parked on its leveled out spot this weekend.
1: Woohoo. So And then yeah. we can start moving in. Well, decide we, what we want to keep and stuff.
0: We can decide what we want to keep first. We gotta, we'll be moving in once the offer on the, our current house actually is solidified because there's still like some subjects to remove it's basically done but as soon as it's done on paper is when we can start moving
1: right yeah all i can think about right now is i'm like next week we should try to have a normal intro <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe
1: that's literally all that's going we through we can't my head. promise anything i know though. we literally can't like right and we just we just can't we just can't. well okay we have been promising one thing very well and that is we show up every tuesday
0: that's true that's we're true we're here We've kept to that since what mm-hmm. February?
1: I, I don't even know. But I think I think, so. I think it
0: was like the last week of February was our first episode, and we yeah. haven't missed a Tuesday yet. Yeah. Despite um, work schedules, being sick, selling a house, buying a tiny home, vacations. Yeah. We've stuck through it all, and here we are.
1: So, and it's paying off.
0: And the best part about it is that you guys are still here listening to us through it all in our whole shit show. <laughs> yeah, so. and
1: we absolutely like just so appreciate you so much. Yes, you have no idea
0: the messages we get. It's your website, email, Instagram, Facebook. It's incredible. You guys make this so worth it.
1: Oh, gosh. Yeah, because if it wasn't for that, really, like, we probably would have, wouldn't be doing this. Why would we be doing this?
0: And I just want to point out one thing. Okay. Because we've had a lot of people recently who do message us. And when we reply, they're like, oh, my God, you're replying? Yeah. Well, of course we're replying. Like I do of know course, we, we we miss some sometimes. I'm sure some. some it's pretty
1: rare. I feel like that we miss a, a message or yes. a
0: comment. um But I mean, like, of course we're going to reply to you guys. Mm-hmm. If, we're not famous. We're just a, a couple with a podcast at this point, really.
1: That literally just uses an excuse to have a beverage. Yeah. On a Monday night. Yeah,
0: <laughs> we're not in a studio. We're in our spare bedroom right now in our house. We're. You're not anyone special with a network or anything, not yet.
1: Not yet. Hey, but I think I'm pretty special.
0: Well, you're pretty special,
1: like in a good way. Pretty special. You're
0: pretty special. Pretty
1: special. Everyone's (laughs) pretty special. Definitely in their own way.
0: But I'm just saying, we're just we're just like you guys. Just the only difference is we're researching these cases and talking about it to you. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's the only difference. We're just like you.
1: Yeah, I think honestly, will I will like always try to respond. I mean, sometimes it's, like, harder than other weeks or whatever, but, like, I think it's important. Respond. Like, that's sweet. Definitely. We love hearing from you guys. Heck
0: to the yes.
1: Yo. We ready? I'm ready. We ready? I'm ready. And we gave, I gave zero hints for this case. That's how I decided to win this week. (laughs) By just not giving you a hint. (laughs) So this is the story of Colleen Ritzer. And I think it's, like, a. Pretty well-known story. I feel like we've done some that aren't as well-known, but I think this is pretty well-known. Mm-hmm. So Colleen is a teacher at Danvers High School. She's a math teacher, to be exact. It had always been Colleen's dream to be a teacher, and she excelled at math, so that is how she decided that she would teach that subject. Being just 24 and a new teacher, Colleen lived at home in Andover, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. <laughs> Massachusetts.
0: Massachusetts.
1: With her parents, Peg and Tom, which was about half an hour away from where she worked in Danvers. She was the oldest child. She had a brother who was away at college and a sister who was a senior in high school. And I don't think she was a senior in the same high school that Colleen worked, but I couldn't necessarily find that out. I think she probably was a senior at, in, at Andover High School. Okay, And Colleen worked at danvers
0: okay okay fair enough
1: and she was a family gal she loved her family they sounded like they were like a close family awesome those and kind i of just people love that yeah like i just love that love your family yes well if they're i mean some people are crazy but if they're not crazy love your family love yeah. them anyway
0: i mean love those who who love you how's that
1: mm-hmm. that's true yeah that's true
0: and fun fact i think i might have told you this before but you know that saying um Blood is thicker than water? Yes. Do you know the full saying is actually the blood of the coven is thicker than the water of the womb?
1: Oh, okay. I've heard that too.
0: Yeah. Like the relationships you bond with those in your coven, your friends, even your family, those who you are close with and you bond these relationships with through trials, tribunes, and through your life are greater than those that you're just born into. Mm -hmm. So just because you're born into this family it doesn't mean you have to be close be close with the ones who appreciate you and love you and are in your your coven that's what i'm saying
1: maybe she's born with it yeah that's all that went through my mind when you were saying that which is terrible
0: <laughs> what's maybe it's maybelline
1: is it maybelline i, I think know. it's maybelline but yeah i always say like your friends are your chosen family right yeah i, I say that often yeah so
0: there's no, nothing against family but i'm just no. saying you don't have any obligation is my, my my only point you well know.
1: yeah if they're assholes to you then yeah you know that's that i think that's what we're saying yeah so anyway colleen <laughs> liked her family and they were close
0: though so they weren't assholes
1: <laughs> so that was quite a tangent there that's funny at the time of colleen's story it was the fall of 2013 and she loved fall and she loved Halloween.
0: Yes, she's my kind of girl. Yeah.
1: So if you already didn't think she was sweet, now you do. Know.
0: Yeah, she's cool now, definitely. She's super cool. Halloween is the best.
1: You're obsessed. I'm obsessed. yeah, like we already have Halloween shit in our stories on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> or no on our feed. Yeah, we do. <laughs> it's just gonna get worse. We did
0: weeks ago. It's
1: just gonna get worse. Yep. Um, so it was Colleen's second year teaching at I'm gonna call it DHS, Danver's High School. DHS was grade nine to 12 and had about a thousand students. She was a light teacher and she tried to make herself relatable and connect with her students. So this is super cool. She had a Twitter account where she would engage with her students with like jokes, tips, reminders kind of thing. That's cool. Yeah. It's still out there. So I was like kind of scrolling, Oh yeah. Um, but I'm like, that's super cool. Like good for her.
0: That's definitely a way to engage and like, I don't want to say get down on their level because I'm, I'm not saying like get down like they're mm-hmm. at a low level but like you know be with them at their in their atmosphere
1: totally because yeah. yeah she would or she would have like or your what were some of her posts like your test marks are up or like little homework assignment things like it was just mm-hmm. and then like little like memes of like math stuff
0: yeah see that's a great way to communicate with your kids yeah that's awesome
1: so i'm like you're sweet
0: I wanted to. I want a teacher who. I want to go back to high school just so I can have a teacher who would post memes I know. on social media.
1: Well, I think like not that all teachers don't, but like some, I think definitely care more about like their students' success. That's true. And I think that she re- she was one of those that like you know really went above and beyond. So. That's awesome.
0: That's a that's a teacher you want.
1: I know she's she was ter- she's terrific. So she normally arrived at school early. This particular morning, the morning of October twenty second, she would arrive just before seven a.m. But it wasn't like any other day for many reasons, but to start off with, it was Dress Like Your Friend Day. Oh, nice. Which is like super cool.
0: That's a good warm up to Halloween coming up too because it's 22nd. Yeah. So, yeah. Um,
1: Like my favorite day of, of those themes or whatever was Pajama Day. I was obsessed with Pajama Day.
0: Pajama Day was pretty dope.
1: Pajama Day or Wacky Hair Day. Yeah. You can do a lot.
0: My favorite though I gotta say pirate day was pretty sick.
1: Did we have those kind of A's in high school or was that more elementary? It was more
0: elementary though we did have some in high school.
1: Did we? I can hardly remember. I remember
0: pirate day specifically because there was one kid who showed up dressed like a ninja on pirate day and I thought it was hilarious.
1: (laughs) That's why you remember it hey? (laughs) Yes. Oh that's so awesome.
0: I mean who shows up dressed like a pirate when it's or like a, a ninja. ninja when it's pirate day. It's funny. That
1: person did. And they probably thought they were sweet.
0: Probably. <laughs> I thought it was And hilarious. you were like, I
1: wish I thought of that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's funny.
1: <laughs> so carrying her black tote bag and lunch bag, Colleen wore a purple shirt and black pants to match her friend and fellow math, t- math teacher, Sarah. Colleen went about her day with nothing seeming to be outside of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. After formal classes were done, the school had a period called bubble period. Between one fifty five and two 2.30. And this is like super cool. It's a period in which students could study or see teachers for extra help. Teachers made themselves available between this time. Nice. I'm like, that's sick.
0: Yeah, that's genius. Yeah. That's a good way to actually get that extra help you might need. Because rather than a lot of times you're back and forth between classes or trying to get there after school and still trying to catch the bus or mm-hmm. before class and it's just hectic so having that open time designated to that glorious
1: well yeah you were like a kid that had to take the bus i never had to take the bus so it's like if you have to catch your bus like there's absolutely no way you can stay yeah. behind to talk to a teacher exactly hey? huh so that it's like amazing i think that's perfect <clears throat> sorry i still have a little bit of a cough
0: maybe you should take a drink of your booze
1: <laughs> my booze
0: of your booze
1: I don't know if that make me cough more or less.
0: Maybe more, maybe less.
1: It's a peach, rosemary, what would this be called?
0: Uh, spritzer. Seltzer. seltzer. There you go. Super really Which, delicious. It sounds disgusting.
1: Okay, the first time I actually take a sip, I was like, this is disgusting. Yes. But I, I just, ever since that first sip, I've loved it now.
0: After that first sip. Yeah. Yeah. And I crave it. Shout out to our local brewery, Trench, because they brew it.
1: Yeah, and it's it's honestly like amazing. I don't know if I've ever had another like a better canned drink. Yeah,
0: that that combination though, it just doesn't sound <laughs> right to me. Peach and rosemary—that's like saying you're gonna have a nice peach pie with turkey dinner, and it's like those combinations don't generally work. Yeah,
1: yeah, they don't. But it's 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 phenomenal. Yeah, ten out of ten.
0: Ten out of ten? Not like eleven out of ten, or ten and a half. You know when when
1: did ten out of ten not become good enough? Let's just talk about that. <laughs>
0: You know you have a point.
1: Because, yeah, nowadays, it's like 10 out of 10 isn't good enough. It's got to be like 20 out of 10. 10 out of 10 is 100%. It's a perfect score.
0: 100%? No. you got to go 110%.
1: Oh, my goodness. Anyway, I'm moving on because that's like, no. (laughs) Everyone doesn't get a ribbon here.
0: But I want a ribbon. (laughs) Can I have
1: a ribbon? That might be an unpopular opinion. I don't know. Sorry. I apologize.
0: No, I agree. Okay. (laughs) Moving on.
1: So now comes to introducing introducing philip chisholm so philip is a 14 year old he was a freshman at dhs
0: can, can i interrupt for a second yeah are you really gonna skate by the fact that his name is philip chisholm
1: yeah why what's so funny about it
0: that? sounds like philip chisholm, philip chisholm, philip
1: chisholm. oh gosh <laughs> yeah if you're a 14 year old boy <laughs> i'm
0: 33 thank you
1: no i didn't catch that ben
0: that was the first thing that popped into my head. I was like, eh.
1: There was actually something else in here that was like kind of like 14-year-old boyish and I took out because I was like, Ben's just going to comment about that.
0: Sorry. It's, I you married oh, me. Okay,
1: yeah. It was a store. It was called like, it was called BJ's
0: <laughs> or something. <laughs> BJ's
1: something. Yeah. I was like, I just, yeah, it came out anyway though. Whatever. That stands
0: for blowjob.
1: <laughs> <laughs> in case you're wondering.
0: <laughs> okay. Sorry. Continue.
1: Okay. Okay, so where the frig was I? Okay, so he was 14. he was a freshman and he had recently moved from Tennessee. He moved um, to Danvers with his mom, who and his parents had recently separated kind of like don't think it was the best separation of of all times.
0: Well, no separation is really good Probably
1: not. no Well, I mean I've heard of some that aren't too bad. I don't think and there's some that are particular bad, and I think this one was probably more on the particular bad side Mm-hmm. Um, so, but he was seeming to fit in all right. He made a couple friends and excelled on the freshman soccer team.
0: Okay. Right on.
1: Uh, so Pamela Foss, I think it's her last name, another teacher at DHS described Philip as a quiet, but cordial student. Is that how you say that? Cordial?
0: I don't know. I don't know what you're reading.
1: Sure. I don't know. An average student. Cordial? Yeah.
0: I think that's like polite. Yeah. Like cordial. Now I can't say the word. Quiet
1: just average student
0: i can't say the. i know what word you're t- trying to say and now i can't say it because i'm like thinking about it you know when that happens
1: yeah i do that all the time because
0: i can remember cordially cordial court <laughs> cord, cord cor- fuck
1: is there ever going to be an episode <laughs> where we're not sounding out words i Good don't Lord. probably not okay so recently asking to move Philip recently asked to move from the regular history class into the honors history class because he wanted more of a challenge. But he was also just an average student who missed some homework assignments. So I think like, I don't know, maybe he just liked history, you know? Yeah, maybe. But I put that in there, but I also didn't want it to make him sound like a superstar because, well, he's not. So that particular day, October 22nd, there was a quiz in Pamela's history class and Philip did very well on the quiz. Okay. She noticed nothing unusual about his appearance or his behavior in class. Philip's last class of the day before the bubble period was Colleen's math class. Philip arrived to math class slightly after one, wearing a red sweatshirt, a black and yellow backpack on his back and carrying a red drawstring backpack. I just had a thong when I said that, which is really (laughs) weird. When the bubble period started <laughs> okay. at one fifty-five, my brain is just all over the place today. Um, Philip and another student named Autumn stayed behind in Colleen's class, mm-hmm. like to get help or whatever. Yeah. Colleen wasn't after mel- math help, however, but she rather just really liked Colleen as a teacher. She was like her favorite teacher. Okay. And wanted to just stay behind and visit with her.
0: Gotcha. So Some like, chill time.
1: That's really cool. Also, Colleen, like, yeah, they, she's liked. Um autumn drew on the board as philip and colleen spoke uh she said they spoke of philip being from tennessee and how he really missed it there autumn said colleen was super nice about it but philip was coming across kind of annoyed with colleen's questions and answered in like low mumbly tones appearing so he kind of like was appearing to not want to talk about tennessee yeah i suppose yeah so at one point, Colleen stepped out to talk to her friend Sarah, the one that she had been, she was twinning with, right?
0: The, the purple shirt twin? Yep. Yeah. Gotcha.
1: Um, and Philip then went to the board to draw with Autumn. They talked about drawing, and Philip had told Autumn that she was a good drawer. Philip would write his name on the board in Chinese, which Autumn thought was super cool. Autumn said Philip came across fine, did not mumble to her at all, and they just had like a relatively normal conversation okay so meanwhile colleen and sarah were out out
0: tension is building sorry i'm just like do you even
1: know much about
0: i know a very little bit i know who the victim and who the perpetrator is that's that's about it
1: okay so meanwhile colleen and sarah were out in the hallway chatting about a meeting that sarah just had at one point sarah asked colleen if she needed to get back into her classroom to help her students colleen said autumn was just in there drawing on the whiteboard. And she honestly didn't know why Philip was there. They continued their conversation, speaking about shampoo and a teacher have, or a student having head lice. Sarah was also having car issues. So Colleen asked if she needed a ride home, which she unfortunately did not. So Colleen went back into her classroom.
0: Oh, um, no. I bet you her friends feels terrible about that, though, hey?
1: Well, terrible for not needing a ride home. Okay well, cuz I honestly don't know. I don't know if that would have changed the outcome. Yeah. Well, was it really. sorry,
0: was it Colleen needing the ride home? No.
1: The the friend. Colleen oh, the friend. offered Sarah oh, okay. a ride home. Okay. Sorry.
0: I thought you meant that maybe Colleen. Okay. No, sorry. that
1: would have probably changed the outcome. Yeah. Um
0: So I got it backwards.
1: Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. Either way wouldn't change the outcome, but still like shit might have got figured out of it sooner. Um So when Colleen returned to her classroom, she told Autumn and Philip that she would be leaving soon. Autumn packed up to leave first. As she was leaving, she told Colleen that she was like the best teacher ever and such a great person. And she really liked her. And I'm like, oh, my God. It's like right
0: in the feels. Yeah. Like, you know, you're doing a good job when you can impact a student like that.
1: And that might have been the last conversation she had. So just dropping that bomb right there. Fuck. Autumn said this, however, seemed to annoy Philip and make him angry. Autumn, that she was like like in Colleen. You know.
0: Yeah, given that praise.
1: Autumn left the classroom leaving Philip and Colleen alone. At this point in the day, there weren't many students left in that particular area of the school. Um, but before leaving for the day, Colleen left her classroom to head to the nearest girls' bathroom. And this is where shit goes south, my friends.
0: Buckle up, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Take a swig of that drink and let's let's do okay, it. Okay, okay. Let's do it so philip still in the classroom initially starts following colleen to the bathroom shortly after she left like why the fuck is he following her to the bathroom like don't follow her to the fucking bathroom yeah and like as i'm researching this i'm like colleen look the fuck behind you please please oh no
0: but she didn't she
1: didn't so basically like our lesson for the fucking day is like if you're going to the bathroom just look behind you
0: if you're gonna go number two then make sure you look behind you. Even
1: number one, man.
0: Yeah. All okay. of the above. Okay. Go If you go into the bathroom.
1: <laughs> look behind look you. Look behind you. Okay, but then she's like in a place where she's comfortable, right? And her guard, her guard is yeah. low.
0: But that, that reminds me of that movie. Was it, um, uh, Zombieland? Um, I don't know. You don't know? Oh, I don't know what can't you're remember the, Uh, there's a movie Zombieland. Um, I'm trying to remember the actors. I can picture them and everything. Anyways, th- through the movie. It's a zombie apocalypse movie, but it's like kind of comedy as well.
1: I heart zombies or? No. Did I make that up? That's
0: a different one. I heart okay. something else. Anyways, um, it's got Woody Harrelson in it. Um, anyways, one throughout the movie, there's like rules of the apocalypse. It's one character made up. And one of the rules is like when you're in your vehicle, always check the back seat.
1: Oh, okay. And. <laughs>
0: That kind of reminded me of that. When yeah. you go into the bathroom, always look behind you. But like, you I just
1: envision myself like walking to the bathroom and like checking behind me. You would almost look suspicious <laughs> doing that. Not you. Oh, not I, you personally. I thought you were but, just
0: like, me, saying me. Like I looked gonna, at you
1: and I said that. But like, if I'm like looking in the bathroom and then I look around, people are probably like, what the fuck is she going to do in the bathroom?
0: Yeah. She's going to go get high. Yeah. Especially if you're in a high school yeah <laughs> go to so, the bathroom looking around. I
1: don't know, but who cares if people think you're suspicious? Just look out for yourself, really? Yeah,
0: okay. watch your six.
1: so Philip had also changed from the wed- the red sweatshirt he had been wearing all day into a light blue hooded sweatshirt, and he had the hood up concealing his face. so as he as he followed Colleen, he briefly scanned the hallway and checked his pockets while looking Colleen's direction. And he was also in the process of putting white gloves on as he walked. Like, is this not like like nightmare material or what, really?
0: Yes. And I, I'm i pretty sure you're going to answer this later on, but I'm just... If Colleen didn't see this, then how do we know that this is what he was doing?
1: Uh, cameras.
0: Okay. okay. In the hallway. Gotcha. Okay.
1: Yeah. So basically, like you're heading into the bathroom in a place that you think is safe, but no one is around... And you have some dude following you who's changed his outfit, has his hood up, and is pulling on some fucking gloves.
0: So whatever he's about to do is clearly premeditated. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, like, do you just care? Well, I don't know. Do you just carry the shit in your... Well, he's carrying a spare
0: hoodie to put on first, Mm -hmm. and then latex or whatever, nitrile gloves, and he's putting them on. Whether he just so happened to have them, or he carried them in expecting to do this, regardless of that situation... He's putting them on in preparation of what he's about to do. Yep.
1: Totally premeditated. Like he, yep. and he had box cutters in his pocket. There we go. I'm pretty sure if you're following some of the bathroom like that, you're, you're, you're not up to, you're up to no good. So Colleen enters the bathroom. I imagine she's doing her business. Philip is outside the bathroom door listening briefly before he also enters the bathroom. As I said, he has a box cutter in hand. Um, and they were in this bathroom for 11 minutes
0: shit i can only imagine like i'm i'm wondering if that bathroom locks me inside or something it doesn't it doesn't
1: no like i'm about to to say like so the next sentence shows that it doesn't but it's like it could have but he didn't lock it which i thought was really weird
0: yeah because my my um imagination immediately went like you're in the bathroom and you hear someone come in and and then you just hear the lock just click
1: oh my god i would literally die Oh great! Now I'm going to be listening for that. Like that's just <laughs> too much. Okay, it's just too much. Okay, <sighs> deep breath. Okay, so great. after 11 minutes, a female student named Danielle entered the bathroom. She only briefly walked in and then out, saying she saw a person's butt with skin with a skin tone darker than her own. The person, the butt, was leaning towards the sink, and do, there was like a half wall that broke blocked most of her view Mm -hmm. uh she could not see the person's upper body and she could not see colleen she could not see she didn't see any blood or anything out of the ordinary other than the butt and simply thought that she walked in on like a student changing or something Mm -hmm. and left and found another bathroom shit yeah so at this point though
0: that was the dude like cleaning up is what it was i'm thinking
1: sure <laughs> so at this point sure philip thinks that he's been caught right like he wasn't okay. finished at this point so caught doing exactly what you're probably wondering but for now i'm just gonna let your imaginations go so philip exits the bathroom and the process of him hiding his crime start and it's like honestly good enough to make you ill like lots of times when I'm researching I just feel ill. I don't know if that's normal, but I'm like
0: we're researching ah! some dark stuff. I know. Like it's it's pretty like messed Like I love
1: up. true crime and stuff, but then just like getting down deep into it.
0: Well, and even sometimes It's just a lot. <laughs> yeah, it is. But even sometimes like you we're reading up on how these things were done. And we're not trying to copy articles word for oh, word or gosh, anything. No. So we are trying to Describe it in our own way, so we're trying to picture it, reimagine it, and then put it into words, which makes it like that much more heavy when we're researching.
1: Well, yeah, like you're reading something and then you digest it, and then you spill it out in your own words, kind of thing. So yeah, yeah. it's a lot. It's a lot. Bef- I finished just researching this today, and I had to go have a hot shower before because I was <laughs>
0: like,
1: I mean, there was other. Did you
0: look behind you before you went in the bathroom?
1: Well, no shit. I didn't. What
0: if if Kiwi was following you? I know, Kiwi.
1: (laughs) Okay, so he exits the bathroom, still wearing the blue sweatshirt he entered the bathroom wearing and was now carrying Colleen's black pants over his arm. He also had her underwear in his possession. So there's a big old hint of what might have went down in there.
0: Yeah. I'm
1: seeing the button shit.
0: Yeah, now I'm certain to... I kind of thought of that, but I was really hoping not.
1: Yeah, no, he did it. He had blood on his right hand, but no obvious blood was seen on him other than that. He was quick to walk down the hallway and stairs and exit the building. A student's mother, waiting in her car, saw Philip crouch down in the bushes. She said he was changing or pulling up his pants or something and looking around as if to check to see if anyone was watching him. He then walked up the sidewalk back to the and back to the school. He had removed his hoodie and was now wearing a white t-shirt and no longer carrying Colleen's pants. Sorry, I'm kind of like coughing still, so I do apologize. Take a drink.
0: That should be a drinking game. (laughs) Every time Nicole coughs, you take a drink. Well,
1: like, this is the longest cold in history, hey? But the cough usually hangs on.
0: Yeah, that little, like, clear your throat sort of thing. Yeah,
1: it's a little bit annoying.
0: You're kicking his ass, though. You're doing good, babe. Yeah,
1: I am. Okay, so has he entered the school once again... He ran back up to Colleen's second floor classroom. And we, so we know this, this is where I was going to say it because of like the cameras filming in the hallways and such, right? Mm -hmm. So they had a security system basically. He was quick to emerge from the classroom. Now with his, his red sweatshirt over his head and carrying Colleen's black tote bag and lunch bag and his own backpack. So he went and grabbed her shit. Which I, for some reason, when, when I read that, I was like, that's so fucked. But I guess, I guess you would. I don't know.
0: I I mean, he's not going to be able to hide. Like, what's he going to do? It's an active school. He's not going to be able to drag the body out and hide it somewhere. I, oh, he does. Really? <laughs> how okay, the fuck but- did he not get seen other than the cameras? But how did he not have someone see it?
1: Just you wait. Just you wait.
0: Because my thought, my thought process was there's no way he can drag a body out of the bathroom so if you can't drag a body out of the bathroom what's the point of dragging the possessions out because yeah. she's going to be found
1: oh she leaves the bathroom she leaves the bathroom
0: <sighs> okay
1: um the next sentence has a very big hint so he walked down the stairway well carrying her items and headed towards the school's recycling bins
0: uh, okay. where this
1: recycling bins are stored and ditched the items that he was holding and put on his red t-shirt and a black balaclava face mask he was headed back like, I'm like what's the point of disguising yourself but it's
0: right especially at this point know. too
1: but he he is still he's still doing that Ugh. so he headed back upstairs to the bathroom Colleen was in when he came across his friend who was looking for him so his friend's name is Ramsey I think and um, Ramsey was waiting for him because they were supposed to meet before soccer practice started at four, just to like pre-practice, I guess. Okay. So Ramsey had been waiting for him in the soccer fields, but when he didn't arrive, he went looking for him. So like Philip screwed up there, I feel like.
0: Yeah, no kidding.
1: And as if to lead lead Ramsey away from the bathroom, Philip sort of like walking backwards facing Ramsey, but leading him away from the crime scene. Mm. And just like, no, I'm not even going to say that. That might give away too much. So Ramsey noticed... Philip was sweating and kind of like looking scared and asked, well, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing, man? Like, what's going on? So Philip, saying he had just lost something and couldn't find it, he told his friend not to worry about it and to go back to the soccer field and he would be there shortly. But Ramsey was a good friend and he asked what he lost and can he help him? Philip said it was nothing and again told Ramsey to head to the soccer field. He then began to jog away from Ramsey, so like run away from him. But Ramsey followed him downstairs, saw Philip grab a recycling bin and head towards the elevator, asking him what he was doing. But again, same response. So he listened to Philip this time and headed to the
0: soccer field. None of that seems suspicious as fuck to him. Like, what is he gonna do? Come on, your friend's wearing a balaclava. (laughs) after school hours sweating walking backwards while making eye contact with you saying oh don't worry i just lost something go back to the soccer field and you're like oh i'll help you find it no it's nothing i got it yeah but what would you do what would you do i don't know tell a fucking teacher
1: i guess you could do that i mean i guess that's one thing you could do
0: someone's acting real suspicious in the hallway wearing a balaclava sweating and trying and
1: grabbing a recycling bin like i don't know because yeah he grabs his fucking recycling bin and and goes into the elevator to like bring it upstairs
0: so he's gonna he's gonna go dismember her and shove her in a garbage can and wheel her out hey
1: i don't think he needed to dismember no he doesn't just she just fits in there oh really okay like it's like our garbage bin outside i think a body would fit in there not that I've ever thought about that, wow. but I think it would.
0: <laughs> wow. I, if you guys ever just, I'm gone, I'm missing one day, please check our garbage can.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't even know if you can get away with that well. Anyway, he was in the bathroom for, or where am I here? Oh, okay. There I am. So he's in the bathroom for several minutes before rolling the bin outside of the of the bathroom into the elevator and out of the school. Appearing calm and undisturbed at this point, he was seen by many people rolling this bin, wearing his balaclava <laughs> um, outside the school and attempting to take it up a rocky, steep incline into the woods behind the school. <laughs> like, a lot of people saw him doing this. But I think, I don't know. I don't know. Kids are kind of weird, right? So well, maybe you're just like, I don't know.
0: I can understand... Like, okay, people are seeing it and it's like, they're, they're going to think nothing of it, but they're going to think something of it when a body's found a couple days later. Yeah, in the Oh woods. yeah.
1: Then they're going to definitely be like, okay, yeah, that was actually really fucked up.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> you don't want people seeing that shit because they're going to connect the dots. My, like my man, what are you doing?
1: Because so he couldn't get it up the hill. Like, I mean, like her body's in there, like it weighs a lot. It's weighs more. Like she's not like, it doesn't, wow. was not that, 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 that she, she weighs comment? a lot, but like. <laughs> It, the it's, bin, an, it's it a full heavy. grown
0: adult and a child yeah. is trying to move this bin heavy. up a hill through rocks is that what you're trying to say
1: basically okay yeah so then he ends up taking it to like another section of the woods so like yeah, yeah. people are like that is just like i don't know Would i just would i just let that go but then like what then you're think you're a crazy person like you're gonna call the school like i just saw this this kid like i don't know
0: i would think <laughs> it's probably just some kids stealing a bin
1: <laughs> yeah there you go
0: <laughs> but then it's like okay <laughs> A body's found. Well, actually, it's a kid. But and
1: then you'd probably be like, kind of like, shit, I should have said something. Anyway, then anyway. You,
0: then you say something.
1: Yeah, at that point, but it's too late. So he was in the woods for 25 minutes. And here's where I'll start to share what kind of went down.
0: Because I made it.
1: you stew on it long enough. Okay. So from the autopsy performed. So, yes, Colleen does die. And the forensic evidence and crime scene photographs, here's what happened.
0: Can I Can I ask a quick question? Of course. How was how she found? How was her body found?
1: <clears throat> oh, we'll get there, man.
0: Oh, okay. We'll get there. Okay. You don't
1: get to know that yet.
0: Well, just, sorry. Just
1: calm yourself. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? i'm calm i'm calm (laughs) okay so philip he's an athlete and physically larger actually than colleen colleen i think was like five six or something but like at 14 like this dude i guess he'd grown and he was like tall and i was i was
0: just expecting some little shrimp compared to like an adult okay no
1: he was he was tall uh so he quickly overwhelmed her in the bathroom the autopsy revealed pinpoint hemorrhaging on colleen's face okay And around her eyes and mouth showing that Philip had initially strangled Colleen while presumably raping her as his sperm cells were found inside her body. Philip also repeatedly stabbed and sliced Colleen's neck with the box cutter he had. And when I say like stabbed and sliced, like he went to town, which is unfortunate.
0: Like multiple times and deep or like. Yeah, like
1: over, over, repeatedly over areas and stuff. It was also, so it was impossible to determine definitively how many times Philip applied the box cutter blade to her neck because portions of the neck were penetrated or slashed again again and again and again and again in so many overlapping locations, basically. jeez. But there were 16 distinct neck wounds. Many of them would have caused death. So I'm, like, no medical expert. I feel like it'd be helpful being a medical expert, but I'm not. So I don't know a lot about, like, the different areas of the neck. But he cut through Colleen's, um, car... How do you say that one? Carotid artery. Carotid. Carotid artery. Am I saying that right
0: now? Carotid. It's like (laughs) carotid, carotid. Carotid. (laughs) Oh, man,
1: we should be making light of this. Her trachea and nicked her vertebrae. So, like, some serious force would have had to been like used because it's not like he was just cutting through like skin and muscle like he was cutting through shit and like the blood right yeah for cutting through the artery would be like intensive i imagine
0: definitely well and like your artery connects directly to your heart and so when your heart pumps yeah you get a pump of blood through your artery so it's like yeah
1: i was gonna say i was gonna say this later but i'll just say it now so like i don't because there there's a gray area if she was like dead before she got into taken to the woods. Okay. But like for that that student to have come in and not have like seen much blood or like for Philip, he'd left the bathroom and on camera like only had a little bit of blood on his hand. It almost makes you seem like she was only really strangled in there.
0: Maybe. You know, yeah, maybe a bit
1: of cutting, but not a lot I don't think, and she could have still been alive.
0: Well, Do you go into the crime scene at all? How much blood was in the bathroom? There's
1: not really ever said like anywhere where there was a shit ton of blood. Really? Yeah.
0: Because like that's going to be a lot of work to clean up. Like a lot.
1: And like Philip never had very much time to clean anything up. But then and there was one report like there was different. There's always like different reports. Right. And there was one where it did say the janitor. He um, there was miscommunication because he was uh, foreign or something. He ended up cleaning up the crime scene, but I'm like, dude, if this janitor goes into the into a bathroom that's there's blood everywhere, like I don't think he's gonna just clean it up. Yeah, I
0: don't think he's gonna be like, yeah, okay, like I'm gonna clean the shit. Like, yeah, no, like, that's I just, not how. It,
1: I just I, don't <laughs> think that he would. Like, even if there was like a miscommunication, I I just don't I don't know. I can I see
0: know. if it's like maybe oh there's a little bit of blood, the student had a nosebleed and he mops that up or something. Yeah. But like if there's arterial spray in puddles, no.
1: Yeah, but I I mean, Philip could have had some time to clean it up, but so yeah, I don't think, I don't think it all was done in the bathroom. It's just my opinion.
0: My my guess is I'm going to say that she was strangled enough that she was unconscious, relocated to the woods, and then she was out there, he discovered she was still alive, cut her throat Mm -hmm. out there. And I'm assuming that she was left for at least long enough for blood to soak in the ground rain to wash it away maybe animals to get to it
1: yeah so i guess technically you you may not even find a a lot of blood out there something so
0: again as a hunter it doesn't take much for blood to soak in the ground and for rain to wash blood away
1: but then say if he killed her like by strangulation
0: yeah
1: um and then did all this cutting in the woods. but she was already dead, would it bleed much? It would, yeah. It still would bleed.
0: Yeah, you would you'd would have some coagulation in the blood. There would be some lumps and chunkiness basically. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there there would be liquid blood for quite some, yeah. lot, some time. So I
1: think like if he really was cutting her neck a lot in those areas in the bathroom, like you would have known about it. Like I don't think you would have gotten that cleaned up where so anyway, anyway, let's just carry on with the story.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're really getting technical. Yeah. Here.
1: So Colleen ultimately died of sharp force injuries to the neck and strangulation. The two causes of death were basically determined because the sharp force injuries and this the like asphyxiation were each lethal, and there was no way to precisely like sequence the events.
0: Yeah, which one occurred first, or anything.
1: However, it was said that one could draw the conclusion. That strangulation was inflicted first because the difficulty one may have strangling a neck that was in the condition of Colleen's. Mm. So I'm like, oh, that's a visual and a half. Thank
0: you. No kidding.
1: Um, and here is where I was gonna say it's unclear if Colleen would have still been alive when she was put into the recycling bin. So this is where oh my goodness. Okay, so Philip has brought her into the woods. And positioned Colin's body on the ground, on her back, in the frame of a fallen section of fence. He had her purple shirt and undershirt pushed up and her bra down so her breasts were exposed. She was also like had no pants on, right? Mm-hmm. And her legs were spread open and he had a stick, a twig inside her. So he also oh,
0: this motherfucker. raped
1: her. With an inanimate object.
0: Fuck. Fucking Philip.
1: Like, isn't that... Like, he's 14. Like, that's just that's so disgusting. disgusting. That's, that's like, disgusting it's so for disgusting anyone to For do, anyone.
0: Let alone a child.
1: But it's just like, I just think back to what was I doing when I was 14. And I, like, I just don't think I could even have imagined something like that.
0: I was scooting around on my skateboard playing Pokemon on my Game Boy. <laughs> like, that's what I was doing at 14.
1: <laughs> oh, my word. Okay. So, the recycling bin was... Uh, discarded along with his black backpack, two white gloves, two black socks, and a folded note reading, I hate you all. It's believed Philip, um, inflicted some of the injuries to Colleen's neck in the bathroom, given how many wounds there was, but the depth of them, some of them were done outside. Um, so sorry. I actually think we already kind of talked about this. I sort of skipped ahead here.
0: Well, I mean, he did. Like, go ahead and rape her with a stick. So, I, well, and he, he, he was in there
1: 25 minutes.
0: But I mean, like, in, in the woods. Oh, sorry. Yeah. 25 yeah. minutes in the woods. So, if he's going to go ahead and position her, spend the time to do that and do ridiculously gross things with inat- inanimate objects, yeah. I'm sure he went to town with a knife again, too.
1: Probably. Like, it's just so disrespectful. Like, I mean, it's just disgusting.
0: It's horrifically disgusting.
1: So, before leaving Colleen's body, it's <laughs> trash. Like, yeah, he's gross. He's not Um, even
0: recycle bin worthy. He's trash trash. worthy.
1: Yeah. Like it's, it's gross. It's just gross. Uh, So he, he then covered her, her body up with like leaves and forest debris and left her there. So when he emerged from the woods, he was barefoot with the front of his jeans soaked with blood. So that's why I think a lot more shit happened in there. Yeah. He returned to school, collected some additional belongings from his locker changed out of his bloody pants into shorts and briefly re-entered the second girl's, the second floor girl's bathroom where, like the crime scene happened. Mm-hmm. He then exited the school and re-entered the woods for an additional 12 minutes. Fucker.
0: He's sure in and out a lot. I know.
1: Oh, he's, he's even more so. So then he returns to the school once again, uh, travels around various places on the school grounds and then runs into like another friend named Kevin um, who he knew from church activities. Kevin said they had a normal conversation and Philip seemed his normal self, which is like seriously? He just like <laughs> killed his fucking teacher. Um, apparently, Kevin had texted Philip earlier, but Philip didn't answer and he just said it was because he ran out of minutes, not because he just murdered his fucking teacher. Philip wow. had a snack and left the school grounds around 435. 35.
0: So was he just chilling, just hanging around, just because like the kicks of it? Just like constantly
1: wandering all over the place. Like he was just all over the fucking place. So he wasn't
0: doing anything particular. He was just wandering, chilling. Well, like
1: he, I'm sure he had a mission. Like he, like he went back to the bathroom. He went to his locker. He changed. He he went back to his locker, saw a friend. He had a snack. Like
0: yeah, he went to his locker to get his fucking fruit roll up and walk around and change his
1: fucking soaked ass jeans. Jeez. Um. Later. This
0: kid. oh
1: he's making me angry he's making bit.
0: me really angry
1: later that evening when he didn't return home philip's mom reported him missing she was in touch with his soccer coach who said he didn't show up to practice so a search began for him colleen's parents were also worried at this time because colleen was like a real creature of habit and would arrive home pretty much every day at relatively the same time around three thirty. she would Always go find her mom who worked from home and like ask her mom how her day went and tell her how her day went. And I was just like, my heart, that's just so kind. Then she'd sit on the couch and plan her lesson for the next day and then the dinner and then the family would have dinner together. So Colleen's family headed to the school. You know, she wasn't Mm -hmm. home. Saw that her car was there, still parked in the parking lot. And her sweater was in her classroom chair, but nothing else of hers was there. And her disappearing like this, like without giving them a phone call or something, just was just not, like we can already tell, it's just not in her character, right? Yeah, it's not like her. So they had two people missing, 14-year-old boy and a 24-year-old teacher. And investigators' minds are probably just like, what the fuck happened here, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So meanwhile, Philip was at the movies.
0: Oh my. (laughs) One of the biggest things about this is how little of fucks this. I know fucking twerp gives it
1: doesn't seem like he gives two fucks no
0: he's in and out of the fucking school wandering eating a fucking i don't know oreos fruit roll up whatever the fuck and he's going to the theater
1: you're ready for this oh my god what so in addition to stealing colleen's underwear he also stole her iphone and wallet and he used her credit card to buy himself wendy's
0: of course he fucking did
1: and that movie took it.
0: Of course he fucked it. What's the point of even trying to hide the crime if you're going to do that I shit? Know. I know. Like, but I mean, like, he's lava. also,
1: like, 14. I don't know. And maybe in his brain he thinks this is, that he's doing a good job. So the investigators, upon their search of the school, did not, or they did find an alarmingly clean bathroom. There was one very faint mist bloody handprint, though. And this led them to watch the video recording of the hallways. And this is when they got like a better picture of the fucking shit show. Yeah. That went vivid down. Imagery. For like example, Colleen went to the bathroom but never came out and she wasn't in there. And like a bin, a recycling bin came out of there. Yeah. That kind of shit.
0: And then anyone see a kid with a balaclava wheeling a recycling bin <laughs> around? Oh, you mean the one that fucking millions of people saw going to the backwoods over there? Oh, yeah. Oh my
1: gosh. It's just, it's just like makes your stomach. Ugh. Oh. So
0: Sorry, now, I'm angry.
1: Among eating Wendy's and being at the movies, Philip was captured like on numerous cameras basically around town and other businesses, including shoplift. He shoplifted a hunting knife. So he's not—he's just not a good kid, and like I didn't even put this in there, but like there was apparently like no warning signs of this.
0: That's crazy. That's weird.
1: You know, and so that seems weird. There, ha- I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you're just turning a blind eye, but like this kid's a bad motherfucker. <laughs> I th-
0: clear. I think clearly there's something that snapped in him. Like he left the note. I hate you all. He leaving a note. He he knows he's gonna get caught. He knows he's gonna get found. Yeah. So maybe he's just like, fuck it. I'm just going to do what I want. I want this knife. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take this card. Go get Wendy's and movies. I'm going to get caught. I'm just going to live my fucking best life until it happens.
1: Until, yeah. He was eventually found by some police officers around midnight. He was walking along um, a tree line in a very narrow area of Route 1, which I'm assuming is like a highway. And it's generally an unsafe spot for pedestrians to be walking. So the police officer stopped. But didn't realize who they were stopping to chat with. They were just like thinking, oh, my God, like this person needs to get the fuck off here. It's not safe. Uh, Philip wouldn't make eye contact with the officers. They asked him where he's going to which he responded nowhere and where he was coming from, which he replied Tennessee, which is kind of interesting. (laughs) He did not have any identification on him and wouldn't give them his home address. They then patted him down. Rich revealed a rock in one of his pockets, and in the other, cards belonging to Colleen, like her driver's license mm-hmm. and credit card. But the name, unfortunately, didn't mean anything. These were Top Topsfield officers, which is like a neighboring town. So I don't know if they were just like out of their jurisdiction, or if if Philip had like wandered quite far, or what. Right. Well,
0: either way, it may not have been communicated to the neighboring. Exactly. Yeah.
1: So they asked him how he obtained the cards, and he said he got them at the Stop and Shop, which I'm assuming is a (laughs) convenience store, which makes, like, so much sense that you could get that there. Since that made – okay. (laughs) My next line. Since that made no sense. Um, They asked him again, and he said from his car. Or from her car. Just from her car. So he's really, like, not being – friggin' helpful at all to these people
0: which i mean is kind of playing in his own favor the less you talk the better oh right? yeah
1: absolutely um and it's interesting because he kind of seemed like he acted that way in colleen's class lately too right when she was asking him questions mm-hmm. he'd kind of mumble so it almost makes you think he has issues with authority is, yeah. is my is my personal opinion. that's very possible that's kind of like when i was reading I was like, hmm this guy has issues with authority um, they also asked what was in his backpack in his back, paw, his backpack and he said survival gear. Philip did eventually give the op- officers his name and this is when they realized they were dealing with the missing, the missing boy and they had recovered the missing teenager. They're like, "Woohoo! Wait." So they put him in like unrestrained in their cruiser and to keep him warm confirmed with dispatch that they had the missing teen and transported him to the Topsfield police station. Once at the police station, they asked Philip if there was anything dangerous inside his his backpack. And he answered, yes. So they opened the bag to discover receipts from Wendy's and the movie theater. There was also a shirt, um, two rolls of tape, water bottles, a white towel, a flashlight, a can of... Foot powder spray and the hunting knife he had stole earlier in the night. Also in the bag were some of Colleen's belongings: keys, a wallet, um, her like makeup bag thing, and her underwear, and the box cutter. Oh, go ahead.
0: Sorry, I'm putting my hand up. <laughs> that, this kid is running away, is what he's doing. He's walking along a highway with survival gear. That's why he stole the knife. Because he's running away. He's just gonna go sleep in the bush and just run away. And oh,
1: you think
0: he has survival gear? He's not going home. He's running away. He went and killed someone. That actually makes sense.
1: Nowhere ever did it did anyone come up with anything like that. That's, but that makes so much sense. That's
0: exactly what he's yeah, doing. Yeah.
1: Why is he walking along the highway and shit?
0: Yeah, he's he had no intention of going home. He's just booking her. What? And the police caught him on the way.
1: Shit. That makes sense. I'm smart. Look at us, detectives. <laughs> um, so the blade of the box cutter was still protruding, and it was covered in blood. They, of course, asked, who the fuck is this? <laughs> like, blood on there, right? <laughs> Maybe not in that exact wording. And he said, it's the girls. He was then read his rights as they were starting to get the full picture of what happened here. Mm-hmm. The officer then asked whether he knew where the girl was. And he said she was buried in the woods, to which they're like, holy shit. And asked if they could potentially help her if they got to her. And he said, no. Fuck. His sweatshirt and sneakers, which had blood on them, were taken from him. And he was transported to the Danvers police station and ultimately arrested for Colleen's murder. Meanwhile, there was a search happening for Colleen. Many of Colleen's colleagues and friends were part of the search and the canine unit was also called in so at about 3 a.m Colleen's body was found in the woods when a toe with pink nail polish was spotted out from the leaves a paramedic was called into the woods he uncovered Colleen's head and torso she had dirt and debris in her eyes and airway he checked her heartbeat but of course it was not beating and she Mm -hmm. was pronounced dead so Philip was put on trial. There were many evaluations to see if Philip was of sound mind, basically, when committing this like gruesome act.
0: Okay, yeah, rightfully and his, so.
1: His lawyers definitely argued that he was mentally ill at the time, but the jury ultimately rejected this, and Philip was sentenced. Good. So he was sentenced to life in prison with parole eligibility after 25 years for the murder of Colleen. But then he was also sentenced to life in prison with parole eligibility after 20 years for raping Colleen. And this was to be served after the sentence for her murder.
0: So he's was he tried as an adult then?
1: See, that was one thing that like was confusing to me. And I couldn't get the exact answer because I think what happened is some he was tried, some he wasn't. And then like he was in state. He did go into jail. juvenile jail Juven- or yeah juvia a, until a certain age or something and, and then, then, then i think he went was transferred to like adult jail
0: okay adult jail <laughs> isn't <laughs> that know. what we're in now just regular life is adult jail <laughs>
1: some days it feels like that <laughs> uh he was also sentenced for the armed robbery of of um like colleen's belongings i guess okay but that was to be served at the same time as the above So he was originally sentenced to a minimum of 50 years. Um, See, a lot of it was fuzzy. But every report that I found after that was saying that he was eligible for parole 40 years. But I was like, ah, it's 50. But I think the defense attorney asked um, for it to be 40, citing scientific studies that said a juvenile brain is not fully developed, blah, blah, blah. So I think that he got it, like she got it down to 40 years um, so he'll basically be out eligible for parole in his fifties. Jeez. So one more thing to mention because I'm like, okay, this is like his first offense, you know?
0: Well, there's, there's clearly something in his head that, that went, which is not cool. It's not yeah. cool for the result of, I mean, Colleen. Like I
1: think he had a lot of rage too, potentially. Yeah. His parents like divorce maybe and like having to make all these new friends and stuff.
0: Definitely. So, so. there's something snapped. Yeah, whether it's something snapped that I don't know is controllable or not. I, that's who knows. Mm-hmm. If it is, I mean, I hope he gets the help that he needs. Clearly,
1: because there was also like reports and stuff saying that like he had heard voices, but I didn't know if I really like believed that. Like I think they're just literally evaluating him for everything, and which probably a good thing that his maybe the defense, his lawyers were doing that because probably better to maybe go to like a mental facility hospital or whatever than jail
0: the thing though like if you hear voices or if there's any mental issues generally there's some odd behavior that happens
1: and remorse too afterwards yeah like because you're
0: disconnected like i didn't do that like what i don't remember that yeah
1: he's just like he didn't seem like he was ever yeah
0: he's like i hate you all i'm living my best life and now running away
1: yeah And this is this is something else that I wanted to bring up, too. So to like really solidify how bad news this Philip dude is. So while he was awaiting trial. So like the next year, like he did all this shit to Colleen in 2013. This is 2014. He committed a very similar act attack to a 29 year old female staff member in the youth facility he was staying in. Really? He apparently made sure he wasn't being watched by anyone, as he kind of did with Colleen. He removed his shoes so that his steps wouldn't make noise. And as this female walked into a locker room, Philip grabbed her and slammed her against the wall. He was choking her, punching her, stabbing her numerous times with a pencil until thankfully, like all the commotion was heard by another staff member who rushed in and saved the woman.
0: Holy fuck. Yeah. So like the next year
1: he, he basically like did like the same fucking thing. Yeah. Um, so he did get tried for this. I couldn't find how much longer whatever was added to his his sentence. But so like right there, I'm like, oh, my God, like you did it again. Like you did it again. Yeah. Like, what the fuck?
0: So. Um, wow. See, when it comes to stuff like this, like I've gotten flack in comments before. From people being like, oh, like you shouldn't like wish ill on the victims and stuff. And I I totally get that. You're right. I don't wish ill on anybody. But what I do wish is that karma is a real thing. And -hmm. that I do wish that these people who have done bad things intentionally understand the things they've done. Okay.
1: Well, I was actually just thinking about this. And I don't necessarily think it's like us wishing ill upon people. It's literally us like wishing that what they did to people gets done to them like and i don't know if that's necessarily well, a wrong thing
0: well yeah like i i don't wish like something philip murdered someone i don't want philip to get murdered yeah. i don't want someone to feel pain or lose their life that's just not cool even if a murderer gets murdered it's still murder right mm-hmm. but i do want the family to have closure and i do want there to be justice and i hope within that justice that the person who's serving the sentence learns what it's like what they did
1: yeah hopefully they end up somehow yeah. learning and One not, way or not another. necessarily in even just like a negative way i guess like there could be
0: it could they, be really they re- change
1: as a person or develop as a person he has time to yeah. develop he is young or and rehabilitation maybe when he's in his 30s he realized what the fuck he did and
0: and there is feels remorse. remorse
1: yeah exactly
0: or maybe if they're not remorseful, then maybe karma turns around on them.
1: Well, or they don't get out of jail when they're in their fifties. Yeah.
0: Karma has a way of serving itself. Yeah. So I just, people are fucking trash at this point when they do this sort of stuff. Like you're fucking well, trash. Well, like you're,
1: Colleen was a freaking angel for yeah. God's sakes.
0: Philip deserves to fucking rot as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. But I hope he understands what the fuck he did.
1: Exactly. Like he took a life of a beautiful person. Yeah. That literally spent her her day trying to like really make the world a better place yeah. by and like changing these young students' lives.
0: And specifically his life better because he stayed after class in this little bubble and he, thing. And she
1: made it that place safe for him yeah. to be there.
0: So she literally spent her time to make his life better and he turned around and took her life.
1: Yeah. In the most gruesome of ways.
0: So I think Philip deserves to rot. And I really hope that there's there's some justice and karma behind that.
1: Yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting. I mean, we will be so well. I don't know. Will we be so old? Maybe we'll still be around <laughs> when he gets out of jail. But
0: I would like to think so.
1: <laughs> so yeah, thanks for listening. Um, I will. There's always posts about all of our ca- cases on Instagram, and lots of times people are commenting and there's little discussions. So if you want to be part of that,
0: just follow head us. Over
1: us head over onto our instagram
0: at wicked and grim it's just like that just that easy yeah and we will message you back it is us
1: yes i know lots of people i think they're surprised if it's us yeah and then i'm like it's me although
0: sometimes (laughs) i'm gonna tell you now sometimes it's me talking to you sometimes it's nicole talking to you sometimes it's both of us
1: maybe it's even mika sometimes you never fucking know
0: or kiwi (laughs) he's he's sketched that way he i'm pretty sure he's the puppet master of this house i think he he runs stuff
1: totally Okay, sweet. Thank you. Until then,
0: makes you guys stay wicked.